Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Still in the basement, no longer alone, with my homegirl Therese on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement, see that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artist or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Who we got today, or what we doing today, or whatever it is, it's gonna be good. Woo! So happy. So happy. So happy.
You're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese.
You're listening to WJBR Internet Radio, Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. And that was the legendary Miss Linda Clifford, who will be joining us on the show in just a little while. And right now, I realize, I see that my mom is listening on. And so I'm playing kind of like stars and, you know, people who had hits in the 70s, 80s, 90s. And this song always reminds me of my mom. She used to she used to dance to this in the house all the time. So I'm gonna play this for you, mom. Rock the boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. Hi, this is Robinette, and you're chilling with us in the basement, Robinette and Javon.
What's your question?
this very special treat, you know. Between you, baby, and me, love, I can't believe this feeling. You're so sweet, honey, delicious.
you know what I was trying to tell folks is that it's beyond for our culture, you know, and I'm and I mean it's it's beyond um and you know, I I'll share two things about it briefly. It's beyond the game of cards. It is about a, a philosophy, it's about, you know, it's it's a it's a reading of sorts because, you know, we were playing but what was interesting is that we were playing in the airport on the, you know, because we had a, a wait for our flight. We get to the airport for international. It was like two hours early. So, of course, you know, um, I'll, I'll leave their names out, but they were still trying to get redemption all the way to the end, which they just didn't get. So we're in the airport. We got these tables. We, we whipping them out. As we were playing in a busy airport, people were walking by, stopping, saying, space, is that space? And standing there for a second, and they looking and asking, and we had couples from like you know, uh, uh, even a, even a Caucasian couple stopped and said, "Okay, this is faith, right?" And you know, I mean, it was amazing to see like how many people were plugged in. And that particular time, you know, I'm, my partner and I, we had bid ten for two, so that kind of garnered a little crowd because they were like, "Okay, we got to see them pull this off." But you know. People were like, if I didn't have to get on this flight, you know, this is the whole camaraderie around that particular game and the strategy involved, you know, and it's just, it's just, um, we just had a great, great time with just, you know, just being able to just unwind and talk to one another and, you know, just, you know, just spend time in commune and just, it was really, really, really a great experience. And uh, Aruba, it was amazing. The food were, was amazing. And the people, I haven't been to Aruba since, like, maybe my late teens. But, you know, going back, uh, you know, I had a really great time. We hung out on the beaches with the natives and, you know, made it do what it do, as you say. That's, yeah, yeah, I do say. But that's what's up. That's what's up. So was the water blue and the, I don't know, the sand uh, white? How, you know, yeah, how, how the was water that? was the water was very calm and very blue and kind of like bath water. And you could walk way out in the ocean and still be like, well, I can to my waist. And so we went out there, I got a little sunburnt, you know, but that's all right. Cause you know, sometimes when I get in, like we got these little floaties and I just got on the floaty and went to sleep and forgot I was actually in the ocean. Wow. So I was like, that's that's nice. it was beautiful, beautiful time. Beautiful. So thank so you for asking. I, I, I almost feel like I had like I heard a short joke in there. Um, you said no, you no, could no. walk out there. Are you saying that? Um, <laughs> I couldn't. No, 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 no. That's funny. Not at all. Not at all. And you know what? I would have put you on my back, and you could have gone out to you know, like because it kept peaking. It would uh, go to like five feet, and you'd way out in the ocean. So it's like okay, five feet. Really? That's what's happening. So, you know, even the people that weren't swimmers amongst the the bunch of us jumped on people's backs and came on out there just to be out in the ocean, you know? Yeah, well, let me just tell you, at five feet, I'm drowned. (laughs) 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 I don't even make it there, okay? No, we got you. We got you. We got you. We got you. Yo, yo, I am not making it at five feet. Shoot. They asked me. Somebody asked me the other day, "How tall are you?" I was like, "Not very." So that's it. The end. That's yeah. It. So we need perspectives from every angle. You got your <laughs> angle covered. You know that's what's up. Yo, shout out to Fire and Ice. 
15 who joined us on um, Instagram. I'm still trying to learn the Instagram thing. And I see Xavier, and I see you, Rez. What's up? Yay. 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 Yes. Xavier wishes us a great show. And shout out to everybody that listens to the show later, who, who logs on, and, and however you listen to the show, and from wherever you listen to the show. Um, to all of our people internationally in China. Yep, yes. Russia's listening to Yes, yes. Oh, you're working on that, huh? You, I'm working it. on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> I love Rez. Rez says she's going to say hello to everybody that listens. And let me tell you, people from South Africa are listening. People are listening all over the world. And so, you know, that's a tall task, Rez. You're going to have to, yeah. I don't know how you do it, but. Therese I, is, I, I, I love challenges like that, though. I'm a little nuts. I, you know, just want to, you know, just always keep the mental thing going. Yes, yes. So Xavier already started with his questions for Miss Linda Clifford, who will be calling in at about noon. So hang out, and if you if you would like, you know, anybody who wants to speak to either me, Therese, Linda Clifford, or you know, whatever, um, because. Miss Clifford has been on the show several times, and let me tell you, she, it, the, the, <laughs> let me just say, the show gets Amazing. very interesting. It, she does not hold her tongue. Um, she Love wants her. to hear from, um, you know, her fans and supporters, and she will talk politics with you, whatever you want to talk. You know, look, call in. The number to call in is 347-996. Five three nine four. That's three four seven nine nine six five three nine four. And I'm telling you, it's always a stone blast when Linda Clifford is on the phone. Yeah. So, so many different things. Oh, by the way, let me just do all of this now. Um, if you want to share this show with people who may not be um, technologically savvy or don't know how to do the Facebook Live, the internet, blah, blah, blah. They like um, to do podcasts later. So, several ways um, people can listen to the show. iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Podcast Player, MixCloud, and very soon we will be on SoundCloud and Stitcher, I believe it's called. So, um, and we're working we're working on some other things like maybe coming up with a YouTube channel. That should be happening soon as well. Figure if we're gonna do it, let's do it. Make sure everybody has access to us. Right? Right, Rez? Right. Exactly. That's what's up. I mean, if we're international now and, and we just, you know, kind of just doing it, let's let's really do it. Let's 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 see just how many people we can reach because each person we can reach, that's uh, the more people we can teach. There you so, go. Yeah. We just trying to teach love and happiness, spread love. Yeah. yeah. And push the share button on your, your, your pages now so it can hit your page and you know, your interaction with it too. We're very interactive. Absolutely. Please, please, please share this. And you know, it's always been um, forever that, the way that we share information is that we do it word of mouth. Um, so tell somebody about the show. So I just wanted to get that in there. Um, 
And I'll be posting actually the way that, you know, if you're a musician, you want to get your music heard by us, you send it to WJBR at JavonsBasement.com and the music, the send it by MP3, um, the music that you submit, both Therese and I will listen to, um, as well as others, and we will um, see whether or not it's ready. To be to be played. If it's not ready, then we'll we'll give you some feedback, you know. And it's just our opinion because it's just our show. We play what we like. And I I don't mean to was that offensive? <laughs> no, at this point. But it's the truth, whether it's offensive or not. And that's just how I flow. You know, I just Ew. say I just say the truth. Now, speaking of what I like, um, I really like our special guest that's coming up. So I want to play, actually, I already played If My Friends Could See Me Now, which is a legendary classic song. And I oh, yeah. played Miss um, Clifford with Curtis Mayfield, Between You, Baby, and Me. Oh, my God. That song makes me want to go into a private room by myself and hug myself every time I hear it. <laughs> And then um you do you do know that she um is currently in a group called the First Ladies of Disco. And that group originally had um Martha Wash, Evelyn Champagne King, and um Miss Clifford. And now it seems for some reason I'm not exactly sure why Miss Cliff um Evelyn is not actually singing with them, but they now have Norma Jean Wright singing with them. Ooh. And yeah, and they have a song huh, that I, I just listened to for the first time today, really dug it, and wanted to play it, if that's cool. So I hope this is not, yeah, let, let's try this. Let's not the stupid song. You know what? I talk too much. Here it is. Don't stop me now. Let me let me let me play this and then we'll get right back. All right, Rez? All right. Shout out to Melba Moore who joined us. Oh. I gotta stop that. Hi, Auntie Melba. Hi. <laughs> Another legend, legendary Melba Moore. That's it. Melba Moore, everything stops. That's it. Hi, Auntie Melba. Because, see, I know it's her. It's actually her and not her people, her representatives. You know what I'm saying? And I just, we love you. Okay, now I'll play the first ladies of disco, Linda Clifford, Martha Wash, and Miss Norma Jean Wright. Uh, don't stop me now. Don't stop me now. Thank you. 
Yes, yes, that was Miss Linda Clifford, Miss Martha Walsh, yes. and Norma Jean Wright. So let me ask you, Therese, did the live feed stop? It paused for a minute, yeah, and then you have to hit hit the reset, and it went back. Yeah, just one minute. Oh, so it's still it's still on. Yep, sure is. Okay, good. That's good to know because you know. From this perspective, it's hard to see it. So um, I'm just glad that it's working and blah, blah, blah. I was going to start another one because I, you know, I can't tell what's going on from here. I I think, I think I might need an intern. That's not a bad deal. You know, somebody who, who can stand here and do all the technological stuff while I just, you know, be entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, you look adorable. <laughs> so I, my, oh man, I, you know what? I, you know what? Maybe if I watch the feed, I could see what the heck is going on. But I'm trying to do like five different things at one time. Okay, let me let me try to see because I feel like I look. My hair looks like. You know who I who I think I look like right now? Oh. To be honest, Harry Monster from Bugs Bunny. What? Do you remember? Ooh, darling, let me do your hair in the table. <laughs> now, monsters are such interesting people, that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, what time is it? Because Miss, Miss Clifford will be calling in soon, and she's probably listening right now and saying, I'm not calling them fools. But she's not. I'm, I'm super excited to hear her perspective on this these uh, impeachment stuff because I know she's got one for sure. Oh my goodness! You remember the last time she was on, right? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I so enjoyed her. Yeah, she was um straight up. She's um like on it, on it. So, you know what? It looks like it ended on from what I'm looking at the no, the live. I don't see you, you can still see me. I can I'm still see you, yeah. And I can't see it. Okay. Like wave okay. your hand wave your hand if I'm so make sure. Just wave your hand now. Let me see. I'm waving it now. Okay, it's always a little delay and we'll There's see. There's a what little happens. delay. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey everybody, y'all can see me? Because I, I, I can't see y'all, but that's okay. All right. So then, Therese, um, because I can't see the live, um, please, if, if people ask questions of her, um, you just chime in and give the questions because I would normally do that, but I can't see myself. I can't see the, the feed, so I can't see the questions right now. Okay, let me just double check. Oh, there we go. I saw your little hand there. Okay, it's really delayed. <laughs> it's really delayed. So do yeah. you think it's worth me stopping and starting all over again or no, just leave it? Well, you know what? Stop it and start it again because that way we'll know it's set when she comes in. Right. Okay, so let me let me go back to the page. Everybody who's listening, you know what I'm going to do? For those of you, well, first of all, the Twitter feed seems to be going well. So let me say hi to the people on Twitter. I see one of my coworkers. How you doing, Michelle? And I see 
one queen forever. And that one queen forever is laughing at me saying, hey, hairy monster. And probably your religion <laughs> of hairy monster, <laughs> which is funny. But um, I actually have a gift for the coach queens. So, oh. yes, I do. And so... Um, if you're paying attention, Loretta from Connecticut, I would like for you to inbox me after the show, your, um, mailing address, because what I'm going to send to you is a first edition in the basement with Javon and Therese cap. Hey. Yeah, because you're one of the long-standing, always can depend on you. You're always listening. You're always tuning in, and so and because we just love you and we want you to to have that. <laughs> I, you know, we just we just love you. We we love you to pieces, and um, we also believe you might wear it. <laughs> so we're gonna so there's that. So um. Prior to Miss um, Clifford coming on, I'm going to try to fix the live feed. And while yeah, that. Yeah, it's off, actually. It is off. It's off? Yeah. Yeah, bounce yeah, out. So, so, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use another. I'm not going to do it on the computer. I will monitor it from the computer. I will use the laptop, I guess, to do it. Maybe that'll work better. And in the meanwhile, I think I'm going to play a little Shaka Khan. Why? Because I'm a damn Shaka-holic. I can't help it. It's not like I wanted to be a Shaka-holic when I grew up. I don't but, think you need to help it. Friendly Delta Shaka Khan never hurt nobody. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, oh, my God. Sometimes those pictures, though, they kind of hurt a little bit. Hey, do, little you bit. Have, do you have that? funky Shaka song that she did called It Ain't All Good. It I know ain't you have all, to know. It, yeah. It ain't, you know what? No. It's not, it's not classic Shaka. It's a uh, Shaka mixed with a little hip hop. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think I know that. Oh, did I, did I, little old Therese, school you on something Something Shaka? I can't believe it. This is a first. I think you, I think you did, and I think this is a first. This is the first time that somebody told me something about some Shaka Khan that I ain't know about. So I let know. me see. You, we going we you go me and you we got now we got something else that we got to deal with because Shaka got songs <laughs> that I don't know about. Me and Shaka got we got issues. But um, hopefully everybody knows this one. This is uh, a new one. Nice. And it's called Hello Happiness. I love this joint, too. Let's do this. Chaka Khan, everybody.
She has been in collaboration with Evelyn Champagne King, Martha Walsh, and Norma Jean Wright to form the group, the First Ladies of Disco, which we just played a song by them. And she is a friend of this show and a true example of the entire package, Brains, Beauty, and Wit. We are very, very excited, very excited always to speak with and to, you know, politic with the lovely Miss Linda Clifford. Hi, Miss Clifford. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing? Great. We are great. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. I love that song by Shaka. That's, that's a jam. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Yes. I was dancing up here in my office while I was waiting for y'all to pick up. I'm like, <laughs> take me and back. Yeah, man, but you know, yeah, that that's that's a nice that's a nice jam. I also like the song that the first ladies of disco recently put out. Um yeah. now you're 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 hanging with Norma Jean Wright, Martha Wash. My it's girl. Amazing. I mean, wow. uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you something. Um, I've had a lot of luck, blessings, all the good stuff that you can imagine in this business. I, you know, I've been very fortunate and very blessed to work with some really, really incredible, talented people. So, um, you know, I'm thrilled about that. I love Norma and Martha, of course, Evelyn. Everybody yeah. involved with, I mean, it's just, it, it's like a big family. So, you know, it, you can't ask for much more than that. You really can't. Oh, it, man. It's amazing. I mean, I haven't it had is. an opportunity to see you all now that um, Ms. Wright has joined you, but I, I was fortunate enough um, to experience your show with when it was the three of you with Evelyn and Miss um, Wash, that was just an amazing show. That was amazing. Oh, you know, we had so much fun doing that show. That was, um, I think that was at Joe's Pub. Yes, that absolutely. Night. Yeah, I, I, Pub? yeah, I remember. Yes, I still have photos of us to get all together. Yes. And, so uh, <laughs> I do it every once in a while, you know, a little throwback uh, photo. Yeah, uh, so with you I'm, in the center. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love that. I, that's my bragging rights. That's my uh, look. Look at look at who who I was near. You know, that's oh like my goodness. Disco it, it was a fun evening. Not only disco, you, know, you you ladies just encompass like what's good about music, like oh just, yeah. Each of you, and, and and what's amazing um, is that you're you're called the first ladies of disco, but each of you have ballads that is just just amazing when people don't even really realize that it's you ladies performing these these beautiful songs. You know, I'll tell you something that's really funny. You know, for all of us, you know, we work together and we laugh together. And we all have our own individual style. But right. everybody 
is is very capable of doing so many different types of music and and you know I grew up in a different time than you know some of the stuff that's happening now but back then that's how you were taught to be an entertainer not not a one trick pony right right you know you have to learn how to entertain all types of people if you want to draw you know, a crowd to come and see you. You can't just do, I mean, that's like going out singing the same song for an hour. Mm, mm, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So, so I, it's too bad, Javon, that you did not make it to our Christmas show because that really gave people something to sit up and take notice of because not only did we do our usual show, but we did... Uh, holiday songs that people in their wildest dreams never thought that we could be able to do. Yeah. And I just find it sad that, you know, people love to put limits on you. It's yeah. like, yeah. you know, and, you know, of course the title is First Ladies of Disco, but, you know, for those who were around uh, in the early days of disco and uh, even before realized that a lot of us were doing other types of music, you know, so... It, we weren't limited, and and that's one thing I'm very thrilled and proud of with with working with these ladies. Right, right, and that's one of the you reasons know. why you can be sustained for so long. Mm. You do all kinds of you do music, period. Music. Well, you know that's the thing, Therese. You know we try to to do a little bit of everything. If you can come come out and keep a, keep a crowd focused and involved in your show for an hour and 45 minutes, two hours, whatever it is, it, it's because you are entertaining them. You're not just giving them one thing, you know, and, and that's the joy of, of doing what, what we do. You know, we get out there, we come out to have a good time with you. We're not out there to, you know, just to come out and, take the money and run. We want to enjoy what we do. And I think that's all part of it is, you know, doing a variety, making contact with your audience. I mean, it's, those things are so important. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I love them. I still love doing it. I'll tell you something, what's, what's lacking in my opinion, and I'll, I'll say my opinion, Javon, because you may have a separate one, stage presence. You know, mm. I think that, you know, it's, it's stage presence is lacking today in a lot of the artists um, that are, are very popular, you know, um, and, I, and I'm seeing like um, what, I, what I delight in seeing is when you have artists that will remember that it's the stage and you have to keep us captive. What you said was very true. I mean, you could have an amazing song, but when you see that artist perform live, it's like paint dry, you know. The <laughs> presence is very, very, very important. Mm. I totally agree with you. And uh, a few years ago, I developed a program for Roosevelt University here in Chicago, where I was teaching students, um, music uh, majors, you know, they go in and they learn all the, um, the delicacies of writing a song and which notes to use and all that. And then they go out to perform and they stand there like a lump. I'm like, uh uh-uh. Yeah, you wrote yeah. this. It it came from inside you, so you must feel something about it. You have to project those feelings. 
so that your audience can feel what you felt when you put it to paper. So, you know, there's a lot, you know, stage presence, lyric sensitivity. You have to really use all of those things, um, I think, to have a good performance. You can't just come out and stand there. Don't nobody want to see that? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you know what, you know what, that's so true. Now, me, I I can't stay on note, can't, um, like, keep the key and none of that. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I'm honest. I'm honest, right? However, okay. I am, when I'm on stage, people love it. You you would think that I was you or, or Diana Ross or Shaka Khan up there singing. No, I can't sing. But I'm an entertainer. <laughs> there you go. Even though you give them people, something, give them something people, to relate to. That's it. Because I'm feeling it so deep in my soul, and it's coming out like, ah! And they're like, ooh, uh-huh. it out. <laughs> that's it. That's the way. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, you know, speaking about not being put in a box and, and doing things differently, you know, one thing we've never uh, spoken about when you've come on the show is about you being a beauty queen. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take it back. How, how did that whole thing happen for you? Was that like a dream as a little girl? No, not at all. It was actually a dare. Ooh, I oh, wow. entered, yeah, I entered this pageant on a dare. I had a girlfriend in high school, and she found this thing in the newspaper about Miss Teenage America or something, and she dared me to apply. And so, of course, I double dared her, and we both applied. <coughs> and... Um, I ended up getting selected to be in the pageant. Well, because I didn't really know anything about pageants, I didn't realize that when you do something like that, if you win, you have to continue. So I ended up winning Miss Brooklyn Teenager. Then I had to go on to the Miss Brooklyn pageant, followed by Miss New York. And that's where a lot of the notoriety came in uh, through the Miss New York pageant because the year, you know, at that time it was like, oh, no, she didn't. She black. She can't be in a beauty pageant. They (laughs) (laughs) were were not ready for an African American Miss New York. And uh, as a result of, of what happened, I guess, they awarded the, it was actually Miss New York State and Miss, Miss New York City. And they awarded the, they put the crowns on two girls, one from Queens and one from somewhere else. And they were white. So I'm getting ready to leave. My parents are there. I mean, I'm just barely, I think, 18. And um, one of the judges comes running over and he says, well, can you wait a second? We think there's been a mistake. So I'm sitting there with my parents. All of a sudden, all these photographers are taking photos and asking all these questions. I have no idea what's going on. It turns out I was supposed to be crowned Miss New York State, according wow. to the judges. Wow. 
Yeah, girl, I'm this is a this is a drama. And um so next morning I wake up, I'm on the front page of the Daily News. They have printed our home address in the newspaper. Oh no. So here's me on one side and here are the other two girls on the other side and the headline is uh, something like, is this American justice? Well, wow. it started a whole thing. And this was the 60s, you have to remember. So it wasn't, you know, things were different. Um, and the result of this was we had to move from our home because our lives had been threatened. People were threatening to kill my family. Um, they wanted to kill me if I thought I could go to the Miss USA pageant, which was the next step. They said they would bomb the plane. I mean, it was just awful. It was a terrible, terrible experience. But I refused to let them keep me from going. Wow. Yeah. So it it was not the the most (laughs) favorite experience in my life, but I eventually got my revenge because my daughter – so many, many years later, uh, entered the Miss America pageant. She became uh, the winner here in Illinois of uh, Miss, well, she started small, and I talked her into doing it. I said, do it for mom, you know, the guilt trip. (laughs) (laughs) I put that guilt on her. She said, oh, Lord, okay. And so she she ended up going in, and she won her first um, uh, pageant and then went on to become actually first runner-up to Miss Illinois for the Miss America, which was fabulous because she ended – you know, Miss Illinois pageant or Miss America is a uh, system that um, – what's the word I'm looking for now? They do scholarships. It's a scholarship pageant rather than a beauty pageant. Like Miss USA, there's no talent. You walk out in a bathing suit and an evening gown, and then they decide. You you know, you might answer a question, but that's it. With Miss Illinois, you have to have some kind of platform. You have to be active in the community. You have, I mean, there's numerous things, and they award tremendous scholarships to these young women. And so she was the recipient of that. So I feel better now. Nice. Now that I'm old and decrepit. <laughs> oh, beautiful. That is wonderful. Yes. Wow. Yes. It, it really was was tremendous um, event for all of us. So, wow. you know, I'm very, I'm very grateful. But at that time, you know, it was, it was not um, a fun thing to have to go through to have uh, armed bodyguards outside of my room. Once I went to the Miss USA pageant, 24 hours a day. Um, Wow. Yeah, there were two of us out of the entire pageant, two African-American women, myself and Miss Detroit. So, of course, they put us in a room together. And... um, you know, next to Miss Alabama, Miss Arkansas, and somebody else. And it was just, it was, uh, we were both kind of like, oh, my gosh, what have we gotten ourselves into? You know, we were young, and um, we didn't know what to expect or how to be treated. They never gave me my sash that said Miss New York. 
I was constant. I had to walk around with a sash that said Miss Brooklyn. <laughs> wow. Which is which is okay. Brooklyn's home, you know. But it was a difficult time. But that was them. I'm gonna have to put that in my book when I finish it. Oh Absolutely. yeah, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. That that speaks to America. That speaks to your experience and maybe I, I I'm only guessing, but something that has driven you. I think it it, it is a part of it. Um you know, I always knew what I wanted to do, as, you know, as far as being a performer, an entertainer. I mean, it was something that from the time I was very young. And I grew up thinking that, you know, this is one way, you know, you everybody wants to be accepted for who they are, for the person they are. Not accepted or looked upon for the color of their skin or for the way their hair is done, et cetera, et cetera. You want to be accepted for you. And maybe deep down, that's one of the things that I was looking for in selecting this career. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, and along with many other things, I mean, but, um, I'm still grateful and very happy that I did uh, choose this and stay with it for all these years because I do love it. It makes me joyful. Wow. So, yeah. One of our listeners also said he wanted us to ask you a question. Um, He said something about you doing broadcasting, news reporting too? In Chicago, was that you? No, I didn't. Well, I did a little news reporting. But basically what I was doing was a TV show. I was hosting a TV show here called Shop Chicago. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, he had it. He nailed it. Yeah, Shop Chicago. And um, I did that show, I, I guess, for a few months. And then uh, the producer and I, you know, had some issues. We didn't see eye to eye on a couple of things. But it was, you know, very in the very beginning of the show, um, coming on the air, I was the first, I, don't, I wouldn't say anchor person, but I was the hostess. Um, and, and they would have items up like, you know, your shopping networks that they have now. That was um, – something that I did did back in the day, and I did enjoy it to a degree. And then they started having, um, at one point, they had psychics come on the show, and, you know, I would have guests, and people would call in, and we would talk about politics and everything. I mean, it was just kind of a fun little thing that I did for, uh, I think it was two hours. Wow. Uh, two-hour broadcast. Yeah. Well, you have some people that joined our live stream that remembered that and wanted us to ask you about that. And, uh, okay. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. So even though, even though it was a short period of time, it was clearly memorable. I guess so. I'm like, that's wonderful. I can't believe that somebody actually remembered that and called in to talk about it. But, yeah. Yeah, that was great. And so, uh, yeah, if they, if they're on the line, 
I'll be happy to say hi. <laughs> okay. He joined our our uh, Facebook feed and he typed that in the question and okay. um, he said, "Please ask okay. her about that." So I remembered before we connected with the new one, so I said, "Okay, I'm going to ask her." Sure, we are. All right. So, so if, you just, if you just tuned in now, we're on live with the legend herself, Miss Linda Clifford, the queen of disco and all music. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You're Love listening it. to WJBR Internet Radio, Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese and the legendary Linda Clifford. So the person who um, made that comment is named Xavier. Uh-huh. And if you're watching and listening, call in Xavier. In the meanwhile, we're going to take a call. I don't know if this is Xavier or not, but the last four digits of the yard number are 2431. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, how you doing? My name is Walt Taylor. I'm calling from Maryland, and I am so happy to be connected with my girl, Linda Clifford. Uh, she's in my hey, group Walt. called the Old... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Fantastic. I've been waiting for this all day. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. How are you? Mm-hmm. I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. I am uh, here babysitting my three grandchildren, but I said, y'all going to have to be quiet because I got to get a chance to say hello to Miss Linda Clifford. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so sweet! Thank you so mm-hmm. much for calling. I love the group. Thank you so much for you being a-, a part of it. We love you. Yes, yeah. it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I know you got plenty of calls that you got to get through, but uh, please, when you when you when you get back to the group, please let them know that you that you and I spoke today. <laughs> I definitely will. I promise. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank okay, you. Walt. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Before you leave, Walt, can I ask you a question? Sure. Uh huh. What was the first song or the first thing that um you ever heard Miss Clifford play, sing, or do that oh, made boy. you sound like a fan? You know, it's 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 funny because um everybody who knows me in the old school music group knows that um I say this all the time when I when I go live when I do some of my, some of my DJ music and so I always talk about that song "Run Away Love" because that song Woo! came out when I was getting off the plane. Uh, coming back from Korea, uh, in the military, I'm coming back from Korea, and that was the first song I heard, and that song stuck with me to this day, and I still have the album, it's still nice, fresh, and clean, and of course, I play it on my live sets quite often, <laughs> because I'm in love with Miss Linda Clifford. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. That I'm going to go, that's, that's fantastic, I'm going to go as far as to say, if you don't know Runaway Love, we probably can't be friends. Because you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You're like, what planet are you on? <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> uh-huh. This is and thank true. you guys That's so much for taking Walt. my call. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank ma'am. So yes, much. ma'am. Well, all right. God bless, Talk guys. All right. God all right. Bless. We'll thank do. I'll continue listening, but you guys go ahead. God bless. Bye. Okay. <laughs> bye. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is so and that- sweet. He has the the old school music group and I joined recently because I kept seeing all this music he was playing, it's great music and I thought, Oh my goodness, I gotta get in this group. And uh he's just wonderful and all of the people in the group are sweet as the day is long and I'm so happy I joined that group. Oh wow. nice. That's great to hear. Gotta look yeah. it up and join myself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, so people are, are um, commenting on social media. So I'm trying to, because we're 
all over the place, right? Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I, I think people are are a lot more comfortable um, these days typing in their comments. Um, sure, so sure. Eric, Eric Cummings said, "Good morning, Linda Clifford. Runaway love." I love Eric. Phil's my soul in 2019 here in Oakland, California. So oh, he, I love Eric. Wow, and so that's it's that telling that you you know your your fans. It's a wonderful thing. The people that love you. You know, I try to I try to stay in touch with as many people as I can. I you know through Facebook and um, all these. Uh, openings and, and uh, sites that they have for you to, you know, for people to contact you and that kind of thing. And, you know, when I find someone who is a genuine person or, you know what I mean? And a, you can tell <laughs> by, yeah. by different comments and that kind of thing, photos that, and I want to stay in touch with those people. And I, I do as much as I can without, you know, locking myself in the house. But every day I get up and I wish everybody a good morning and uh, try to start out with a positive message. I try not to. I'm cutting back on my politics because, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> things are funny. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, I, you know what, I understand, but you know what happened? Can I share a story really briefly with you? And I kind of, yeah, I was going to, I was going to inbox you about this, Miss Clifford, uh-huh. just to get your, your personal, you know, opinion about it, but I'm just going to let it out there. So, uh, but I'm just not going to name names. So there's an artist, a very popular artist who, a male artist whose wife, um, does his booking and so forth and so on. So there's a lot of artists who, you know, they, they have family members doing these things for them, which is, is great, right? So uh-huh. I became friendly. And as you know, you know, I'm not one of those people who's going to stalk you and make you uncomfortable if you're an artist or you're a celebrity or whatever. I, you know, we're, we're going to become family and I'm going to leave you alone. But she decided to friend me on Facebook and she's an avid Trump supporter. And Ooh. yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. So, so, mm. yeah. So she, she, <laughs> like, it, you know, if, if you hate Trump, unfriend me now because I'm a Christian and I'm a Republican, whatever, right? So, what's that got I, to do with it? Yeah, you know, as a matter of fact, if you ask me, if you're a Christian, you should be running away from him, you know, throwing holy water, you know, trying to pray for him because man is, you know, whatever. But because I am actually a Christian, I don't hate anyone. You know, I I really feel like he's a danger to society and they need to to handle their scandal and and shut him down because I I feel like every day we're we're closer closer and closer to World War Three, which is not going to sit well with us because we don't have any allies anymore. You know who who's going to yeah. come on? He has Stop. destroyed. He has destroyed all of the faith and trust that was created over all these years with our allies. We don't have them. We can't count on them anymore because of what he recently did in Syria. 
Yeah. That was like, to me, I, okay, is he creating another distraction? Is that what he was doing? Or is he stupid enough to really think that the, that Turkey's not going to go in there and kill all those people? Sure. So, oh, I mean, my heart is broken as mm. a result of, of what's going on there. And this whole thing about announcing a ceasefire and everybody's happy, I'm like, what are you crazy? Yeah, there yeah. is something wrong there. He, this man, listen. It's my opinion. I'm going to go very political now and say it the way they do on the news. It's just my opinion, but right, this man is a danger to the world, and uh, it's unfortunate that the evangelicals and all these people are behind him, and they're saying that he was brought to us by God. Wow. I'm like, really? All y'all need some help. This is yeah. this is not something is going on here that is so beyond and this whole thing with Russia and the Ukraine, I it, there's a never-ending story. Now, mind you, he's gone in, he's overturned what 50 things that President Obama did that were good for the country, good yes. for the people. And human beings just just yes. like food, food programs in schools. Why would you? Why would you overturn that? Like hello, food programs. Uh, food. And, and I'm still waiting for the Republican health plan that's supposed to be replacing. Yeah. Everything. The Affordable so, Care Act. Yeah, that's not happening. They have done nothing but destroy since he's been in office. Yeah. Nothing but destroy. So it's, um, it's not about being. Democrat or Republican, it's about being a human being. It's about having empathy. It's about the man can't feel. And can somebody explain to me why his daughter is up in all these meetings? (laughs) Every day, every day, (laughs) every time I turn on the TV and see the news, she walking in behind him. I'm like, really? Right. Everything yeah. that they do business-wise is linked to China. All of her patents are all done there. These people are making triple fortunes, which is something that is not supposed to be happening. It is in the Constitution. They are not supposed You know, he handed over, supposedly, um, the Trump organization to his two sons. And then pulled her in so she can go get all her patents and stuff and all of their work done in China. <laughs> this, is, this is illegal. They're doing yeah. all of this illegal stuff. And the country, the, I can't get over the amount of people who are sitting back and wearing those stupid hats. <laughs> okay? And, yeah. and following this man. So, uh, listen... Don't get me started. I'll be on this all day. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's okay. You know what? He started it. Um, no, he, he did. He, he he started it. Um, so, so if you could wave a wand, Miss Clifford, how would you see this impeachment thing going? What would you like to see happen? Well, quite honestly, what I would really like to see is he and his entire team around him, they need to go. I would like yeah. to see Mitch McConnell gone. 
Yeah. Um, because they're the holdup. The Democrats have passed, and they have written and passed, I don't know, 200 bills that are sitting on his desk, and he won't bring them to the floor for a vote. So when, when every time I hear Trump say the do-nothing Democrats, it makes me want to start pulling my hair out because it's the do-nothing Republicans that are holding everything up. <laughs> These people yeah. are blinded by the fact that they're making all this money. Oh, yeah. And that's what it's all about. It's greed. We're back to the Benjamins, and it's what can I get from me? They're not worried about the country. You, you know, you're supposed to be a public servant. When you go into this type of uh, this line of business, if you want to be a politician, you're there to help the country. You're not supposed to be there to help yourself. And that's oh, yeah. what we're dealing with right now. Exactly. So it's very frustrating. It makes me crazy. And I, I just hope that enough people are as upset uh, and will go and vote. And I've seen some things on Facebook that kind of frighten me. People are like, oh, they're trying to stuff Biden down our throats. And, you know, we can't have this one. And I don't want that one. Listen, we need to get these people out of, out of office. Exactly. I keep saying, you know, vote blue no matter who, except that Tulsi Gabbard chick. She yeah. is dangerous. That lady, that young lady is very dangerous. Um, I she don't is... know enough about her to really, you know, I saw the, the uh, comment that Hillary Clinton made about her. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And, uh, yesterday. It's so funny that I heard her speak. I thought this young lady is not a Democrat. She's a Republican. She's for she's a Trumper. She's her language and the things that she was challenging. Like she's challenging people using the Republican the Republican view. And ah, she also okay. Yes, yeah, she, she also tweeted out um, something a comment about um, Al-Qaeda, and this was um, this was before um, they actually caught bin Laden. She said oh, okay. um, Al-Qaeda is, is running rampant and Obama is going to do nothing, but Putin will. Oh, wow. Really? And that... See, that... Now, I didn't know any of that. I didn't know anything about her. Until she yeah. showed up recently. I'm like, who is this woman? So, yeah, so I'm going to retweet know, that to you so that you can see it for yourself. Okay. You know, we shouldn't just listen to what other people say about people because right, right. there's a lot of misinformation like, going on on social media. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I like to kind of know what I'm talking about before I open my big mouth. Um, <laughs> but I just didn't like yeah. her tone. Like she's a a Republican in Democrat clothing. Like you know, I I, gotcha. I I didn't. I just got a bad feeling about her. And then when Hillary said that yesterday, I I was like, okay, so it's not just me. Okay, yeah. See, when Hillary, when I heard that a comment read yesterday, I thought, why would. Hillary say something like that out of the blue. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There must be more to this than I know. There's got to be more to it. So I, I really would, I'm going to have to go in and, and look up some more stuff about her and, yeah. um, you know, and re- and acquaint myself with, with her dealings. But, um, well, let me ask you, what did you think of the debate the other night? You know, honestly, I just feel like there's just too many people on that stage right now. Um, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I totally like, agree. I mean, I, I there there's some people like like let's just take and and I don't want to talk negatively about any of them except for Tulsi uh-huh. Gabbard because that's the only one that I don't like. I like yeah, really so. don't like. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to see any angry old men. Um, so you can pick, <laughs> yeah. you know, whether you have good politics or not, but you don't have to give yourself a stroke and help <laughs> get rid of food and <laughs> I get oh that. that That's not going to yeah. help us, you know. But those politics may be good and maybe somebody else younger can pick them up. So let me yeah, just say, well, uh, what I want to say real quick is that there is one of the candidates that I do prefer out of all of them who I don't think is going to win. But um, dare I say it? Should I say it now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm a Kamala Harris person. Okay. That's who all right. I think. Nothing would, and and the reason, the reason is because I have seen her interrogating these Republican men. She's not intimidated she by is, them. She is, she's a strong woman, and she's um, smart. She's swift. She's on it. Um, she has a yes. plan for guns. She has a plan for climate change. She has a plan for economics. I believe that she will consult with Biden and consult with um uh what's her name the Elizabeth Warren Warren and, and yeah Warren she would do the things that are right for the country and she will prosecute Trump. Whereas well, I here's, <laughs> yeah may not and that would be oh my god I would get popcorn I would be sitting there <laughs> yeah so anxiously watching. Yeah. Um, if, yeah. Yeah, I think that Kamala has um, she has potential. I think I agree with you about the angry old men. <laughs> <laughs> Although I find it very funny, but <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm concerned about those candidates who are so far left that they're going mm-hmm. to frighten away. Right. Our our middle-of-the-road voters, our people who want to see stability come back. To, you know, all of a sudden it's like, nope, we're going to give you this and you're going to get that and you're going to get this. But nobody tells you how much it's going to cost. Nobody. Right, right, okay. right. That is the problem I'm having. You cannot say to me, we're going to give you free college for your kids. Right. We're going to give you free everything. You go, it's Medicare for all. Everybody going to get everything for free. Well, okay, somebody's got to pay for that. And don't <laughs> yeah. tell me that it's not going to cost me anything because I'm not that naive. 
There right. has got to be a cost. And so um, and that was the thing that was brought up in the during the debate, which I had been saying for a while. Elizabeth Warren, she has great plans, but she right. does not answer the question, yes or no, are my taxes going to go up? Right. The middle class person out there on the street who's working two jobs maybe just to make ends meet, are they going to have to pay higher taxes? Yes or no? Exactly. And she will not answer that question. Well, so, they might answer the question, yes. <laughs> uh, hello. <laughs> so I Pretty think much. that, you know, there we've got a few candidates up there. I think as far as the, the age factor, you know, I want someone that's got experience, but I right. want someone who is going to be able to kind of bring us back into a, uh, what's the, the word, um, bring us back to being human beings. I mean, right now we're, we're in a situation where everything is a fight. Everything is a lie that's coming out of the White House. You can't believe anything. Not a right. Um, you know, talk about what you're going to do. Well, you've had two and a half years now. You haven't done a darn thing. Nothing. <laughs> except cause war and damage to this country. So, you know, I'm, and he put I'm not going to feel good now. about this. Huh? He did put some money in exactly. his pocket now. Give him credit exactly. for that. There you go. But, you know, so we have to move away from that. And um, this whole idea of this businessman thing, I'm like, really, y'all want another businessman running the country? I don't think so. I've had my fill. Yeah. So because one thing about a businessman is that they, they know how to make themselves rich. Yes. Yes. We need and someone that- who is going to follow the Constitution how about who is that? aware of laws and how to be a negotiator and how to respect other people and their right. views and their values. And we don't have that now. Yeah. Anyway, I I'm think, done preaching. That's it. I think but you're right. Have to re-examine that constitution too. I think some parts of it need to, like, like, like quite like the Bible, some parts of that constitution needs to be rewritten again. You know, there are issues in that I agree that, um, mm-hmm. you know, there, there are things that definitely need to be changed because we are not the same country that we were then. Right. right. And, um, you know, but there are certain laws and things that are in there that can be changed that would help this country tremendously. Um, for instance, you know, the evangelicals, I bring them up again, the churches, the pastors who are preaching to their congregations about who to vote for and and what to do about this and that. I'm sorry, but church and state are supposed to be separate. If you're going to jump right. in the political pool, you need to pay some taxes. There you go. I've been saying that. You know, you That's know, true. I said I said that at a church. Uh, <laughs> oh Lord, Ooh, no. I, I understand <laughs> because. Well, well, because I just, you know, and I'm, I'm, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say straight out that if I have a question, you know, and and you present it as a as a space to be able to ask questions, 
don't think they're all going to be biblical. So, right. you know, right. I was afforded the opportunity to ask questions, and that was one of them that I asked because at the time the pastor was running for office. So I said, wait, oh, I, don't, yeah. well, I said, well, how does this work? You know, are we now, like, are you now surrendering your 501c3 status? Like, how does this work? Because that's supposed to be a clear separation. And what allows for that? Wow. The room was silent. The room was silent. And, you know, they wanted okay. to take other questions. But I didn't I didn't understand <laughs> it. You know? She said they wanted to take <laughs> other questions. I bet they did. <laughs> Moving right along. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Who's that barking? <laughs> You know, I'm I'm starting to feel that I'm no longer a Democrat, certainly not a Republican, but more of a constitutionalist. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I believe in the Constitution, although it doesn't give us any rights, but it does mm-hmm. give a plan of what it, it doesn't give us any rights, but it tells us what is right for, yeah. for this country. You know, and well, those, separate those rights, the, yes. the by the, some of the bylaws for this corporation called America. There you and, go. You know <laughs> that need to be amended. <laughs> you know, right, right. Up, but but like any corporation, you have to grow with the people, and and right. you need yes, to be I able agree. to make tweaks along the way. And I think right. the Constitution mm-hmm. should be reexamined, or or perhaps at minimum more some addendums put to that. So that we can, because um, we just not we're just we're not we're not thirteen colonies we're just, we're just not that so we need right, to be able exactly. to grow that a bit right and there okay. have been amendments to the Constitution so you know there's no reason why we can't have more amendments because it, they it's right. needed it's necessary you know right. where's that voting committee where's that who does that I think that's Congress I'm not sure. Or is, is it, it the house? Matter? I'm not sure, but we can we can we can find out. Let's let's you know we'll find out. Um, let's call Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> she, hey. Nancy. So that's let's talk about Nancy for a second. I want to be like Nancy because Nancy in that picture <laughs> that Trump put out, her pointing to him, reprimanding yeah. him like he's a child, which he uh-huh. is. That is That's the most exactly powerful that she's the only woman at that table. And she yep, jumps up absolutely. the most powerful man in that table at that table's face and she's telling him every road leads back to Putin with you. <laughs> there you go. And you see some of and them generals, they put their heads down, everybody feeling uh-huh. this you know, come on, man. What? I love you some Nancy. I do too. And I don't – what is wrong with these other Republicans who will not speak out? They won't say anything. They know he's wrong. They know he's crooked. And they're defending him. They're standing – doing everything to keep him in office. Is it just because they're making money? It has to be. There's no other reason. No, I, I think there's no other reason. I think there's something other, more. Other than, other than when you, it's, it's, I think it's the classic age-old dynamic where you have uh, nobody wants to address the bully in the room because they don't want to be bullied or they may not be as so. So they'll go with status quo publicly, but privately those have to be some real interesting conversations because I already know, like if you are a, 
if you don't if you have a piece of a brain privately you have to have a point of view even if you are not going to like pass your republican card back you have to have a point of view about he's just caught you know and and you know when when, when you're caught you just have to be caught you know there's, there's no right. hole for you to crawl in you know and at the end of the day you know this is going to be a very interesting thing and it's hurtful to go outside the country as I recently have and have to go through all these layers of scrutiny from other countries or other islands or wherever you are that have now said that, you know, we are, uh, we are security risk as Americans. Um, it's hurtful that all the backlash that they see um, based on his just being and what he reverberates publicly for the United States. It's very, yeah. very hurtful to even feel that way, you know? Well, I'm yes, going to say that I observed something um, when Trump was trying to pass that tax law around that time. There were some yeah. Republicans grumbling about him and blah, blah, blah. There were some who were on the edge of kind of like, yeah, he sucks. He's not really smart. He's not blah, blah, blah. They went into a closed private room. That's when Paul Ryan was still whatever he was, uh-huh. right? They all went into this room, and when they came out of that room, and it was only Republicans, they all came out Trump do or die, whatever, right? From right. the time that law got passed. So you might think of it as a money thing, but I think, again, all roads lead back to Ru- Russia. Maybe I'm just a conspiracy theorist, right? But the NRA, we know had a lot of money and ties into Russia. Russia's funding the NRA. Mind you, mm-hmm. in Russia, they can't own guns, period, right? Whatever. But let Americans kill one another. So they, yeah. the, the Russians own the NRA. The NRA owns our Republican politicians because they fund those Republican campaigns. I think, I think that Trump pulled them in the room and and kind of told them, look, I got something on each and every one of you. And if uh-huh. I go down, uh-huh. and I don't know what that thing is. Nobody knows if it exists. It's something big because Lindsey Graham came out just the other day, giving Pump um, Trump a, a public pow pow, which he never does. And on the Syria thing, because they all know that this Syria thing places America in a bad, bad position. We have been weakened. Um, Absolutely. As, as a country, like our military forces, we our allies don't trust us. We are now open to attack. And we, we have yeah. the same support that we once had. So Trump has put us in a place of weakness. Lindsey Graham and others have come out now and started speaking about it, and Trump, with a simple tweet, told Lindsey Graham, stay in your lane, Lindsey, you're, you're, you're overstepping, and Lindsey Graham oh. pulled back. Really? So to me, there's something bigger that we don't uh-huh. know about, we probably don't want to know, because it's really probably really, really bad. But we're in a really, really, really precarious situation right now. And Russia is thriving off of this. They're getting stronger and we're getting weaker. We have a Russian asset sitting in the White House. And 
that's what I believe. And and I well, I, I, I could be an alarmist, but I think we're all in danger. I'm having nightmares. Uh. Oh no! Stop it! Stop! No nightmares. But I think a lot of the country is having nightmares. So um, many of us are right there with you feeling that same pressure and uneasiness and just, I can't, I can't go a day without watching, I don't know how many different news stations and, and reading what's going on. And it's just, it's becoming frightening. It is really frightening because as you said, you know, with our allies falling by the wayside, what's going on in uh, uh, the UK right now with this Brexit thing, uh, they're up in the air. It's it's really scary. It's scary to me. Yeah, and Trump is like, oh well, so what? We let ISIS go free. Then go yeah. to uh, Europe. Maybe How can you a couple of them? <laughs> a couple of them might have gotten out, but it's okay. Everybody's happy. Everybody. What? Yeah, and they're just going to go to Europe. That's like me saying, yeah, I just let a couple of criminals go free. Don't worry about it. They're going to Teresa's house. My house is safe. Right. I mean, come on. Oh, no. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That's your friend. That's your ally. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you talking about? They don't care. It's insane. It really it is, is insane. We kind of yeah. digress. What happens when we speak with Linda Clifford because she's our friend and we love her? <laughs> well, I told you I was excited to get her opinion on it. You know, we just friend. we just go all over the place, don't we? We, we just do. Run all we over do. Love you to pieces, to pieces. Love and you the next back. time we're in New York, back. New Jersey area, let us know because I'm gonna clean up this basement and get all this kitchen stuff out of the base, out of the basement, and we're gonna have you come <laughs> in the basement. That would be fun. So, so Rand, really it's, time, it's time to play um, Rapid Fire. All right. Okie dokie, Clifford. We have this thing that we do now, and it's called Rapid Fire. Javon has five words, and I have five words. And your oh, job Lord. is to say the first thing <laughs> that comes to mind when you hear the words. Okay. Okay. So I'll have five and Javon. The absolute first thing. You sure now? (laughs) Absolutely positive. We have have no worries. Yes, the absolute first. Okay. You want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Music. Love. Love. Mm hmm. Uh, husband, family, everything, God, my soul, Trump, filth. All right, Resi. Sorry. (laughs) That's all right. Okay, here I go. Community. All. Melody. Floating. 
grace. God's beauty Again, God's children, life. Thank you. So, Miss Clifford, we're going to ask we're going to ask you for one more thing. We're going to ask you for a drop before you leave us here. So, okay. and, and it could be something as simple as, hi, this is Linda Clifford, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese, or you could jazz that up however you want to say it. Okay. Let me know when. When. Hi. This is Linda Clifford, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Got it. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. And please Thank let us you. know when you're back and when you're ready, when you're back in town, or because I'm serious about you coming down to the basement. We're going to clean it up a little bit. But, you know, <laughs> I, I definitely, or even when you're you're performing somewhere in the area, so that we can come on by and see you again. I need a new picture because people are like, all right, Javon, even though people still love the picture, they, you know, I, I just want to be able to show that I've seen you more than once, you know, so people think that okay. we're like friends. <laughs> so, all right. All right. So much, as always. Thank, Thank you so much. Tell everybody where we can find you on social media. Oh, well, for sure. Just go to uh, uh, Facebook. You can certainly find me on Facebook, Linda Clifford. And then Instagram, I'm there as Disco Chick. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And, and of course, on Twitter. I'm all over the place, so y'all can find me. Nice, nice. I love it. So please check in so we can talk. Yes, for sure, for sure. Jay, could you could you end out on Runaway Love, please? Can oh. can I tell you, Rev, that you and I once again are seeing things eye to eye because I have my digital <laughs> finger on Miss Linda Clifford's Runaway Love right now. So thank let's you make everybody thank you so much for listening, for watching, for commenting on social media. You can find us on Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese on Facebook, on Instagram, and any other platform you can think of. And if we're not there, holla, let us know, and we'll get there. <laughs> All right? Peace, love, and don't let me
again. Now we've been through this before. And I'm tired. I'm tired. Sick and tired of the same old thing over and over.
know what? Somebody once suggested that we do a four-hour show. I'm Whoa. I mean, Jesus. That, That's a dance that, party. That, you know what? We can have some fun with that. We're we're working on it. We're working on it. But that that song right there, the dance party all by itself. And knowing Miss Linda Clifford the way we do, you can see her really telling somebody, get your shit. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Am I I saying it right? Yes, the the beats in that are so legendary. It was, you know, how could you not incorporate that in your dialogue twirl into this? Like, you know, you ain't got to have no money. Right? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I can 100% hear her telling somebody that. Oh, my God. Love her. It's another treat to do in the studio. I just would have loved to hear how that went down. Yeah. Actually, at one point, she, she did, on one of the times she was here in the past, she did speak about this song and that, um, it does come from an an actual experience of hers. So, mm. um, yeah, it's a true story, that song. So next time she comes on, we have something else to talk to her about. Um, and and hopefully by that time, they'll do something about 45. Because, <laughs> you know, she's as passionate about, about him and what's going on as I am, and maybe even more. Um I don't know. I I hope we have, you know, some positive things to talk about in terms of the government. But I love talking about these things with her. And sometimes when oh, when yeah. I hear or read about certain things, I just want to call her and be like, "Miss Clifford, can you believe?" But, you know, I try to, you know, <laughs> she might cuz she might be like, "Who the hell is this? And why are you calling me?" <laughs> no, I doubt that. <laughs> I love her though. I love her. I love her. I love her. And I love you too, Rez. Yo, you're my partner. You're my partner. Love you back, man. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Tell us, tell everybody how, again, they can reach you and follow you on social media. Well, I'm Therese Michelle, T-E-R-E-Z-M as in man, Y-C-H-E-L-L-E on all social media platforms. That's right. And um, I am Javon on Twitter, and I'm Javon Armstrong everywhere else. And you've been listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Please tell somebody, tell somebody, tell somebody about the show, and um, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Peace. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.